powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hey, hi, hey. Hello, hi. Hi. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Sit down. Thank you very much. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. (laughs) That's right. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Derek. How's it going? Great. Good. Now, will you please tell our fans who are just waiting breathlessly to find out what movie we are going to discuss today? Tell them what it is. Well, first of all, they know what movie we're talking about because it's in the title of what they clicked on to watch this episode. (laughs) Ah, yes. The suspension of disbelief. Thank you. But today we are going to be talking about the amazing film we have been waiting for three years to see, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Do you feel the need? For speed. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, it has, like you said, it's been three years and was the, was it worth it? I think it was worth the wait. I think it was as well. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little skeptical. When you hear that much positive buzz going to a movie, uh, I, I'm very, very skeptical. I'm like, it can't be that good. And I have to admit, it blew all the all my expectations away. Excellent. Now, before we get too much further, I'd like to pause here. This is a brand new movie, unlike some of the other movies we reviewed. So we are going to be talking all of the fun, spoiler-filled scenes and details about the movie. So if you have not seen the Top Gun Maverick movie that just launched this week, please pause this recording. Unless you like spoilers, then keep listening. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with you if you like spoilers? Do you, <laughs> do you want to watch Empire Strikes Back knowing that Vader was Luke's father? What is wrong with you? I mean, Tom Cruise, it, it was like no time has passed since the last one. He He looked like he just seamlessly fell right back into the role yeah for sure and i was saying this all week you know it's been 30 over 35 years since this film was made he only looks like 10 years older so (laughs) he looks pretty much the same i saw that he's on track to have his biggest opening ever with over 100 million dollars this opening weekend so i really hope he gets it he deserves it indeed yeah this is it's for sure out of all his movies this is the one we have been most looking forward to i think my thing about Tom Cruise is I know he's batshit nuts in real life, but he is one of my favorite actors, has always been one of my favorite actors. Uh, we'll probably talk about this in a future Derek Mindy's film with movies, but I still say The Last Samurai is his best film. And the reason it is, is because he's not playing Tom Cruise in it. What's your but favorite? We not, uh, but we are not what, here to talk about The Last Samurai. <laughs> uh, it's true. We're not. But what is your favorite Tom Cruise movie since we're just bringing that subject up real quick? Oh, I don't know. It's either got to be Top Gun or... Is it Rock of Ages? I do love him in Rock of Ages. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's my favorite of his movies, but I thought he was amazing in it for sure. (laughs) I will say this. And again, this is full spoilers thing. I was watching the movie with you yesterday and the scene where he's he's 
uh, ejected out of his plane and he's landed and he's running after Rooster. I'm like, he has to run in every movie, even a movie where it's all about flying. Now he's running. I was, <laughs> I, I was yeah. just sitting there like, come on, man. Yes, indeed. Right. <laughs> I knew I, I, you tried to tap me and I was like, I'm not turning my face away from the screen to hear what you have to say. So keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take it from the beginning. Uh, you hear the awesome, iconic theme, the Top Gun theme. Uh, go right into uh, the aircraft carrier, just like the first film. It was uh, being from the Navy and seeing it, it was like um, very nostalgic to watch it. It is now. I was in the Navy when the F-14 and the F-18 were prevalent. Now it's the F-22 Raptor and the F-18 Hornet. But the opening scene, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic seeing the orchestral display on the flight deck. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I think I asked you afterwards because I had written it down. I was like, mm -hmm. This looks like the same exact footage from the it's first one. And you're like, oh, no, they're totally different planes. I was like, oh, well, of course, I knew that. Not. But mm -hmm. if you didn't know the difference, you would thought, did they just use the same footage from right. the first movie? Well, so I think I have a couple of, I, I have, I'm not sure if I figured it out yet. If I'm, it could go two ways. One, there were several scenes that were almost shot for shot from the original. And so I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. I can see the nostalgia piece of it, but I also think, you know, they could have done something a little more original. So like, you know, the planes taking off from the aircraft carrier in the very beginning, the riding the motorcycle down the runway. I mean, that was actually pretty cool. The bar scene where Goose's son is playing the same song they used to sing. And there's a lot of flashbacks too, which I thought were kind of unnecessary, to be honest. Like, you don't need to flash back to all these scenes from Top Gun. Like, we're watching this movie because we've already seen that other one a million times. <laughs> all right. So there's all right, there's a flip side of that coin. Okay. You're you gotta remember who is the target audience right now for Top Gun Maverick? People our age, I thought. Right. But you're also trying to attract a new generation to these films. And the new generation, if they haven't seen the first one, they need that context to establish the tension behind Goose's son. Get that context about why Maverick is traumatized by that flat spin that killed Goose in the incredibly impossible scenario where a canopy can kill a pilot, which isn't possible. But it's still, <laughs> you, you know, I can go on a freaking tear about that one. But uh, yeah, anyway, it. I don't know. I I'm going to disagree. That. That's fine. That's <laughs> see, very movie taste. Remember that whole very thing? Very movie taste. Thank indeed. you, thank you, Jeff Brown. But I will say this: seeing him on that motorcycle again, it brings you. It's like it's like slipping under a warm blanket. It's it's comforting, and you're like, okay, now I'm ready. This is a Top Gun movie. Bring bring it on. For the people who have never seen a Top Gun movie, and you can remember when we went to the theater last night, what was the age group? What would you say the age range was? I would say. Mostly our age and older is what I thought. See, I saw differently. I saw a lot of younger people there. Now, were they with their parents? Absolutely. But I saw a, a, a lot of young people there. And when certain things happened, like uh, introducing the, uh, seeing, um, you know, meeting these younger pilots, there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I like him. I like her. You know, oh, he seems like they, like they can identify with that younger generation. Since this is a spoiler filled review, Tell us about who you figured out on the way home, who, um, what's her name? Oh, I would like to actually give credit yeah. to my mom who figured oh, this was one out. Oh, your mom who figured it out? Okay. Yes. So 
in Top Gun Maverick, Maverick's love interest in the film, who's played by Jennifer Conley, her name is Penny. And on the way home, we were talking about the movie, my mom in the car said, isn't that Penny Benjamin? Wasn't that the Admiral's daughter from the first movie? We're like, good catch, mom. Yes, it was. And I looked it up on IMDb earlier and that was her name, Penny, Penny Benjamin, Benjamin, just like Penny they Benjamin. talked about in the first movie, how he'd pissed off the Admiral by trying to date his daughter. <laughs> if there is one mercy that we can take away from this film is that we never got to see a really awkward uh, Tom Cruise sex scene again in this movie. Yes, I was like, oh no, when they started going, you know, he's he, gonna she put laid his down tongue. real slow and I was like, oh, no, please, no, not again. Right. And they just cut to the after. I was like, thank you. You realize love scenes, not your wheelhouse. <laughs> mm -mm, <laughs> it is one of the worst <laughs> sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It really is cringeworthy. But that being said, I was really hoping they would have Berlin's Take My Breath Away. That Even just some kind of callback to that song. Now, Granted, I know how excited you are about the music because the last song is written by and sung by Lady Gaga. Exactly. I know how much I got to be honest. Now, I did love this film, so I don't want to feel too nitpicky about it. But again, we we waited years to see this film. We waited 36 years. But even after we knew it was coming out, we waited at least two more years. I thought, to be honest, the Lady Gaga song at the end seemed like a little bit of an afterthought. Like, I thought it was ill-placed. I thought they could have done that earlier in the movie. It just seemed like, like, the movie's done. Oh, let's throw in this Lady Gaga song. So I thought it was a little ill-placed, to be honest. And I had seen the music video ahead of time, and I liked the song. But And then when it started playing, I was like, oh, there's that Lady Gaga song. But I was like, oh, the movie's, like, basically over. And they just kind of threw this song at the end. So I thought they could have placed it earlier. See, based on what you just said, I just thought of that. Because, I mean... Berlin's Take My Breath Away was placed several times throughout the scene, uh, throughout the original Top Gun, which, by the way, it won an Academy Award for. You're right. It could have been put in in certain parts. Now, to be fair, Top Gun, the first one, there was a lot of romance in that movie. Like, there were a lot of romantic scenes. You know what I mean? This movie, I don't, I mean, there was a little bit of flirting and what have you, and there was maybe the sailing scene. But from the sailing scene to him going in her bedroom and the you know magic happening, the non-sex scene, they could have put that in there nice mm. and smoothly, you know. What I mean, but I yeah, you're right. I I feel it was an afterthought. Yeah, which was disappointing because I love me some Lady Gaga. So right. anyway, I hope right. uh, she gets the credit she deserves and maybe gets a nomination for that because I thought it was a yeah. good song. All right, let's talk about the aerial combat footage. What do you think of uh, all the flying? I think one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie was when the first time he went up with the uh i guess the graduates that he was trying to train on how to dogfight yeah. better and they were like come on old man like let's put some skin in this game and they're like let's bet like 200 push-ups whoever gets knocked out has to do 200 push-ups he's like i don't know guys that's a lot of push-ups and they're like yeah are you afraid old man and he's like no all right let's do it and then like one after another he just kept dropping them like nope yep. that's a kill you're out you're smoked yep. you're done and then they just keep flashing to that other guy counting off push-ups on the wrong way yep. <laughs> i uh, thought that was and i thought all the little tricks he was doing you know he was just like like the first time they're like man where is he, he must be behind us or above us and he was just like right, right through, through the tour and he was like whoa crap yeah. like they were not expecting that so i thought all of that whole like dog fighting scene where he was taking on the newbies trying to show him like hey i know what i'm doing yeah. and you guys yeah. suck you need to be better yeah oh you don't mess with old dogs man those salty sailors they they'll show you the ropes <laughs> real quick yeah but no, it was it was definitely fun I, the worst part about it was is you can see that the navy 
like for everything that Maverick has done, everything Pete Mitchell has done in the Navy is that he is still spurned by the brass. You know, it's like they just like he's like a prehistoric dinosaur to them. Like we, you know, the future is unmanned aircraft. The future is drones and what have you. They're like you're you're a relic of a of a bygone era, the Cold War, and. To see him like, no, 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 no. Here, look, I can do this. It'll have you, especially that scene where he showed them that the mission could be done just by himself. Yeah. I was like, that is insane. Like, yeah, those balls on that dude were amazing. That was one of my other favorite scenes is he had been relieved. John Hamm, I can't remember. Yeah, John Hamm. Kane, I think is his last name. Can't remember what rank he was or whatever, but John Hamm played <laughs> the guy and he was like, no, you're done we're not going to let you be the trainer anymore we're going to change the mission parameters and we're going to change the hard deck and all this stuff and he was like you know the night before he was like these guys need to sh these people need to see that this mission can be done otherwise they're just thinking they're going off to die and they're just trying to go through the motions and show them okay this is what we're going to do now and then all of a sudden they're like hey who's that plane on this little screen here and they're like oh it's maverick and he's like Hey Maverick, I don't show anything for you on the schedule that he's like, oh yeah, it's fine, whatever. And so he just goes through the course and and he was and did it even faster. Like originally he think I think he was supposed to be under three minutes or under two and a half. And he's like, let's do two minutes and 15 seconds. And he did it and dropped the bomb blind and hard, you know, hauled ass yeah. out of there. Yeah, and 9G didn't fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, that was uh, that was badass. And all the you know, cadets or whatever were like, oh. Oh, man he's doing it we talked about some of the flying let's talk about the greatest cameo in the film and i think it needs to be said this is a spoiler film if you haven't figured it out yet this guy is in the movie let's talk about val kilmer as ice oh yes oh man i was we were we were talking about this before we watched the movie and we're like we know he's probably going to be in it, but we didn't know like in what capacity well, because well, I knew he, I knew he was in it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And, but we didn't know like, how are they going to work around that? Because, and I wasn't exactly sure of his condition. And you told me last night, it was like, he's had this like invasive throat cancer and they had to take out his larynx. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, you know, how are they going to work that into the film? And I thought they did that beautifully. Like that scene between him, like he hardly, spoke at all like he was typing on the computer and it was showing what he was trying to say to maverick and even just like he would type a few words and maverick would be kind of just talking through like all of it like he just gave him a starting point he was like yeah man you're right you know and he would just go off <clears throat> excuse me on a tangent but i thought that was really done beautifully and then you know the, they stand up to say goodbye and his wife had already told maverick like hey it's, it's back and he's not doing well it hurts to talk Anyway, so I thought they did a great job of incorporating like Val Kilmer's real life, you know, things into the film so that they could still be part of the film. And I thought they did that beautifully. What did you think about that scene? I thought it was, I thought it was very well done. Obviously, I, I know because I know a lot about what happened to him. Like he has a feeding tube. He has, you know, he can't speak from barely like a scratch in the throat. Like it's very graspy and it, what you can hear. Um, I thought it was very well done. Uh, obviously, uh, there was no question they were going to kill Iceman, you know, because that sets up the emotional set of the film for the third act. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was very, very well done. And it, to see Iceman and Maverick on screen again, you know, I was like, who's the better pilot? He's like, come on now, don't ruin a good moment. <laughs> yeah, I liked that too. He was like, I just have one last question. Who's the better pilot? He was like, oh, we're having a nice thing here. Let's not ruin it. <laughs> but hey, I'm going to tell you right now. Best better pilot was Iceman. I I will. He's the reason he won the Top Gun trophy. 
He held off six MiGs by himself waiting for Maverick to show up. That yeah. he is the best pilot. So yeah. there's a reason. Yeah. But no, it was really cool uh, to see him in the film. He looked, I mean, with all things considered, I think he looked great. The, 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 hair, oh, yeah. the hair is still there. I was like, yes. Yeah, they did an excellent job with the hair. And yeah, so it was like, and he was kind of an integral part of Maverick's life up until then as well, like continuing from the last movie. They're text he'd buddies. Been bailing, yeah, well, they're text buddies, but also he was like this high admiral and he was like bailing him out of all these things and keeping him in the fold. And it's like, as soon as he died, they're like, all right, you're out. Like yeah. your buddy's gone. You're not going to be, you know, no pass on this. So I thought that was really integral, you know, to Maverick's mm -hmm. development yeah. up until that point. All right, let's talk about Miles Teller, Goose's son. Rooster, what a weird Rooster. call sign. I guess he was trying to follow in his dad's, you know, avian footsteps. <laughs> All right, so what do we think? Was he was he well worthy of this of the title of Goose's son? I thought he was. I thought he did an amazing job. I thought even just like kind of some of his mannerisms, that little you know, creepy stash he had on his face. But just like, even Maverick kind of got caught up in the movie, just watching him play the piano, watching him play great balls of fire in the bar, just like Goose mm -hmm. used to do, just kind of took him right back to that time. I thought he did a great job. And I think, you know, at first I was like, why is there this rift between them? Like, is he just pissed that his, like he was flying when his dad died? And then you find out, oh, he pulled his papers and set him back four years and that really pissed him off. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. that makes a little more sense to me than like, hey, I'm an adult and I'm still mad that my dad died flying with you when I was a kid. So I thought that made a lot more sense, but. Yeah, I thought he did great. Uh, I, I There was some definite callbacks to us in, when we were watching the movie. The, the, the One of my favorite lines ever from Goose is, you know, come on, Mav, do some of that pilot shit. It's one of my favorite lines. Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought was, that was a good one. Great callback. And then the part, okay, and this is the part for me, the seal the deal. At the very end on the flight deck, where you're thinking, like he's gonna say, you could be my wingman anytime. Nope, doesn't say it. He goes, Thank you for saving my life. He goes, It's what my dad would have done. Oh, dude. I, I know. Have... Oh, God. Everyone was... in the theater was like, oh, oh my God. Exactly. It was, it was what your dad would have done. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the part that got me. I was like, oh man. So yeah. Uh, one of the lines I liked when they, so Penny and Maverick go sailing and he's, she's like, yeah, do this to the jib and this blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I don't know what any of that means. And she was like, what? You're a sailor. And he says, I don't sail boats. I land on them. So I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh yeah, that's right. Cute little moment. I just wrote down, there were several things that were definitely callbacks. So like I said, landing on the flight deck. Uh, riding the motorcycle on the runway, singing Great Balls of Fire, uh, beach football instead of beach volleyball, but still buzzing the tower a couple of times. I thought those were all great little moments. Got to buzz the tower. Got to buzz the tower. <laughs> and um, the other thing that I put down here, I just thought there could have been more character development in the cadets. Now, I know the movie is called Top Gun Maverick, so clearly he was the central character. But I thought I wasn't really as invested in those other pilots as, like, as I could have been, I guess. You know, like Phoenix or, you know, Hangman. Like, they didn't really give a lot of their story. Just like, oh, these are the best of the best from Top Gun. And they're going to go up here and fly with Maverick. And that was about it. So I thought they could have done a little bit better job of exploring, you know, a little bit of their backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. 
That's it. That's all I have. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm going to go this. Are we good? Okay. All right. Well, then with that in mind, we're going to go to our patent pending. Exactly. Derek, Derek and Mindy's rating scale. All right. D Mindy, what is a one star? Bloody awful. Two stars? Bloody uninspired. Three? Bloody average. Four? Bloody brilliant. And five? Bloody marvelous. All right. So who wants to go first? You want me to go first? Rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> no. I'm the, old, I'm the sailor. You go first. No, I'm the sailor. You, you go first. I'll go last. Go on. Okay. Well, I let me first say, I loved this film. I did. I... I thought it was really great. We had a great time seeing it. There was a lot of nostalgia. A lot of great things happened. However, I did point out some things that they could have done better or differently. And so I'm only giving this a bloody brilliant four out of five stars. Wow. I, I know. I know. I did not see that coming. Wow. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> um, I so Again, it. hang on. I, I just okay. want to say, again, I would highly recommend this film. It was awesome. But I think they could have done some things better. So that's why I gave it a four. Mm. Fair enough. All right, Derek, uh, what do you rate this movie? I am going to give it a very rare, I'm going to give it five out of five. I Bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. Bloody it marvelous. Was, it was everything I wished it would be. It had the great callbacks that I wanted. It had the songs I wanted. Uh, do I wish that the final song would not have been Lady Gaga and it would have been Cheap Tricks, uh, Mighty Wings? Absolutely. But you know what? <laughs> they can't all be winners. So... You know, I, I thought the movie was fantastic. I will. I can't wait to see it again. I'm hoping maybe I might go again this weekend to see it the Memorial Day weekend. But for the most part, yeah, five out of five. Fantastic film. Uh, probably Tom Cruise's best film he's done in years. I'm not saying something because I really do like the guy. Yeah, and he makes a lot of great films. He so. does. Yeah. So, all right. I hope you all enjoyed our fresh take on the brand new Top Gun Maverick. Please see it at the theater near you. We both highly recommend it. On behalf of me and Goose, I want to say thank you to everybody for <laughs> tuning in. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you at, at the movies, movies planet, planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of the Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvalShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duval Show.